Hello, and welcome to the Monster Buddies Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon, and with me is my fuzzy little mogwai, my co-host, Karina. Hey, everybody. Today, we're going to be discussing the 1984 film, Gremlins. But first, let's take a listen to the trailer. Steven Spielberg presents Gremlins. Billy Pelser has a nice home. Billy, is that you? Yeah, Mom, it's me. A nice job. A nice girl. If you're not doing anything this Thursday night, maybe you'd like to uh, go out on a date with me? I'd love to. And loving parents who are about to give him... You're gonna like this. No, 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 don't shake it. We're gonna have to open it now. It won't wait till Christmas. The most unusual gift... <laughs> He ever got. What is it? No. It's your new pet. Come on, Barney, be a good dog. My dad gave it to me. But there are a few things to keep in mind. If you expose it to the light, you may hurt it. If you get it wet, it will multiply. All that from water? They got wet? Yeah, plain water. And most important, no matter how much they beg, never, never let them eat after midnight. Because when they do, they change. They become clever. Mischievous. What's going on here? And dangerous. Gremlins, huh? Little monsters. Right. Hundreds of them. Well, I, I don't know, maybe thousands. They've been here too. Billy, what are these things? Where do they come from? Look, I know it sounds crazy, I know. But in a few hours, you're gonna have a major disaster on your hands. Gremlins, directed by Joe Dante. They'll be expecting you. Gremlins was written by Chris Columbus. It was directed by Joe Dante. The executive producer was Steven Spielberg. And the main actors were Zach Galligan and Phoebe Cates. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Do you know any <laughs> of those people? I obviously know Spielberg. If I didn't know Spielberg, that would just be painful for everybody. I should not be on this podcast. I should not be asked to speak about anything. Because I think if you were a kid from the 80s, you should know. Okay. Especially if since I didn't live underneath a rock. So what Spielberg movies have you seen? E.T. Phone Home. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> I showed you E.T. for the first time like last year. But I knew of the movie. It's not like it didn't exist in my life. I knew about that red sweater. I knew about that little alien in the basket. I knew that. Did you even go on the ride at Universal Studios when they had it? Yes, I did. Because that's the one where it went up, right? Well, obviously it went up. I think all rides go up <laughs> and down, maybe. Hmm. Who knows? Maybe both right after the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if it went backwards, that would have been, whoa, it's going backwards. <laughs> that's crazy. That's what the mummy ride does at the Universal Studios. Spoiler alert! For everybody that hasn't ridden the mummy, I guess. Hey, you never know. Somebody from Russia might be listening to us and they've never so we're getting russian listeners now we had three no. <laughs> for our preview episode which we have to add we have at least four because my dad listens and he was very sad that we did not add him to our listeners oh okay thank well, you dad well thanks dad and thanks to all our russian listeners as well <laughs> thank you 
Thanks. You knew who Spielberg was, but did you know who Chris Columbus or Joe Dante or the actors were? Um, Chris Columbus was the director of the first two Harry Potter movies. Oh, really? Yes. And I love Harry Potter, so I know things like this. Um, Joe Dante, sorry, couldn't tell ya. But he's an amazing director that directed Piranha, The Howling. Don't know, don't know. (laughs) (laughs) He did a segment in the Twilight Zone movie, which Steven Spielberg also produced. Never saw it. Okay, we might actually have to watch the Twilight Zone movie. Do I have to act excited about this? Of course. Oh my god, we're gonna watch it! <laughs> so exciting. But he also did Small Soldiers and plenty of other movies. But I don't know about the actors at all. Like, I've never even heard their names before. Zach Galligan and Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates was in Fast Times at Ridgemont High with oh. uh, Sean Penn. and. Did that happen before yes. this movie? Yeah, it was actually because of that movie... That she almost didn't get cast in this movie. Oh, why? The executives thought she was a little too risque for for the role. Mm -hmm. They wanted kind of a more down-home, kind of cute girl. And, you know... They didn't think they would be able to separate her from her previous role. Like, the audience wouldn't be able to separate her from her previous role. Yeah, exactly. But once they saw the chemistry between the two actors, Mm -hmm. they knew they had something. Yeah, absolutely. Usually... Those kind of characters, like, oh, I have a love interest, and I'm the love interest, and I'm a cute girl, and blah, blah, blah. That usually irritates me because it just feels so forced. Mm -hmm. But this didn't feel forced. It actually felt good. All right, all right. Enough about the humans. Let's talk about the real (laughs) stars, the gremlins, and the mogwai. Way more the mogwai because uh, Gizmo, cutest thing ever. That's why I first fell in love with this movie was because of Gizmo. Like, Mm. how cute are those little mogwais? The big eyes and the little sounds. God. And he's musical. Are all mogwai musical, you think? No. Stripe, F him. He can't do anything. He's a little jerk of a mogwai, huh? Yeah. Enjoy being a jerk, Stripe. (laughs) Nobody's going to want to play with you. So, mogwais are these cute little creatures, but, you know, what really are they? Do we even know? No, we don't. But we know they have rules. Yeah. So, what are the three rules? Oh boy, now you're testing me. Yep. Okay. Well, the three rules. Um Come on, they played oh. it, they played it in the trailer that we just listened to. Oh yeah. Okay, so first one, no light because it'll kill it. Which the thought of killing Gizmo makes me want to cry. Um the second is no water. Do not get it wet because should I spoil alert this one? It'll grow. I mean, not grow, multiply. Yeah, little bubble things pop out of its back. Which looks super painful, by the way. Oh, I I almost cried for Gizmo when it happened to him. Fun little fact, you know how they created that effect? No. With uh, air compressor and balloons. Oh, for real? Yeah. How cute. It's pretty amazing how people think of these things. Yeah. I would have been like, um, throw a cotton ball off of him? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And then, did I say the third? I didn't say the third. You did not say the third one. The third rule, which is the most important of them all. Oh, I'm glad you didn't forget it. Because nobody wants a stripe on their hands. Do not feed it after midnight. Because if you do, that's when those cute little babies... Turn into little jerks called gremlins. Gross little jerks called gremlins. Ugly little jerks called gremlins. The creature design on the gremlins is so good. They're so ugly. <laughs> they are so ugly. I just kind of wish they were a little bit bigger. 
like not so scrawny. Yeah, like they looked like little toothpicks. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I feel like I should have used their arm for a kebab. So how did you feel the effects stood up? It held up pretty well. I think when you're using practical effects and puppetry and even some stop motion, mm -hmm. I think um, those hold up even better than computer generated stuff. Absolutely. Like look at Harry Potter, the first Harry Potter movie when they're playing Quidditch. Ooh, that's real bad. That's really, really bad. Well, just get on the phone with your, your bestie, Chris Columbus, and, and tell him. <laughs> Come on, bro. He Chris Columbus, step it up. All right, so we know how you feel about the Harry Potter movies, <laughs> <Sorry>. apparently. <laughs> um, this was your first time watching Gremlins. Yes. So what did you think overall of the movie? Um, I surprisingly really liked it. First things first, I found out it was a Christmas movie. Anything Christmas is an A-plus in my book. I love Christmas. And the fact that I got to see snow and I got to see Christmas trees. And were there carolers? Yes. Yes. They weren't they little carolers? Yeah. So there's a part of the movie where the gremlins are actually carolers and they um I think it's Mrs. Deagle's house, right? Yeah. Yeah. Before so, she gets ejected out of the window. <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to that in a second cuz that's just freaking amazing, right? Uh, yeah, so they're they're caroler I can't even say that word. Okay. Carolers, Brandon. The Car word is carolers. Carolers. Singers that sing Christmas music. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what about the pacing? Because that's one of the things you brought up um, in our preview episode. Yeah. Um, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to mm -hmm. be. Just like the whole movie. Because I didn't think the movie was going to be good at all. But the pacing was actually pretty good. I mean, I did lose focus. Yes. <laughs> and I wrote down when you were starting to get bored with the movie too. You did? Yeah, you thought I was taking notes about the movie. I was just taking notes about you. That's a little creepy. <laughs> what can I say? I'm, I'm, I'm a little creepy. Uh, don't ever admit that again. <laughs> Keep that with yourself. Um, what else? So yeah, you want to know when you got bored of the movie? Yes. It was actually um, right before the kitchen scene with the mom. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Because right before that was the science scene. Oh, yeah, with the science teacher. And I found that whole part very boring. Yeah, I think they could have cut that out, right? Yeah, I feel like it. Yeah, there was. I think there was like one too many characters. You probably could have cut the science teacher out. Definitely. Although that kitchen scene was pretty good. That is one of my... Okay, so do you want to know my favorite scenes from the movie? Yes. It's the kitchen scene. Okay. It's the Miss Deal scene where she gets ejected <laughs> and it's um the bar scene but that kitchen scene is amazing because it has three of the most creative gremlin deaths in the movie which are which are one gets blended mm -hmm. <laughs> so one... gross the way it just splattered the room <laughs> was so nasty yeah and then after that uh the mom takes a knife to the other one just like goes to town on it mm -hmm. and then the last one and the craziest one is the microwave gremlin. You just throw it in the microwave oh. and bake it for 30 seconds and it'll be good to go. Now my question is, after that, do you think they just threw that microwave away or they just bleached it? You know, after the gremlins attacked my house, <laughs> I would probably just burn it down to the ground and start over again. Absolutely. You don't want any of that bad juju. Mm -mm. <laughs> oh, and when that gremlin ruined the Christmas tree... Nuh-uh, not in my house. I would have killed you. Do not mess with my tree. Do not. 
The tinsel was falling down. It completely came off. If you break my little penguin ornament that I have, mm-mm, mm-mm, <laughs> say goodbye. Say goodbye. What did you think about the scene where Mrs. Deagle got launched out her, her window? <laughs> it could not have been any better, truly. When I was a kid, wouldn't you always see the commercials where, like, the old person would sit on the chair and have it go all the way up the stairs? Mm-hmm. And wouldn't you sit there and be like, God, I wish I had one of those? I didn't even have stairs in my house, and I wanted one in my house. Like, I just wanted to sit on it so I wouldn't have to walk down the hallway. That's how lazy I was. But the fact that they turned that into a weapon, freaking brilliant, man. Like, that was so good. And just the distance that she got as she was launched out the window, and the cop is just sitting there in the car like, Mm, not gonna do anything about that one er, reverse i'm out yeah. like that was just so good so let's let's talk about the bar scene as well that was one of my other favorite scenes why was it one of your favorites because it's so ridiculous and so over the top phoebe cates as kate is stuck at the bar bartending for all these gremlins they're all smoking and drinking and, and as she gives them something every time she goes don't bite me don't bite me don't bite me <laughs> So hilarious. And then you have one of my favorite gremlins, which is the uh, flasher gremlin. Oh, yeah. Really? There's going to be a flasher gremlin? I like the one that portrayed flash dance with the little, the socks, with the scrunchy socks. And with... <laughs> that was so good. But my question is, how did those little gremlins get their cigarettes lit up? She couldn't even light a cigarette without it freaking out. That's just one of the questions I have about gremlins. What are other questions? Um, how did they learn how to play poker so fast? Uh, yeah. If water makes them multiply, then then how are they drinking beer, which is mostly water? Guess you got me again. <laughs> <laughs> just some of the thoughts that keep me up at night, I guess. What a life. If that's what's keeping you up at night, you've got it pretty good. Yeah, all, <laughs> all I think about is gremlins. 24-7. <laughs> You wake up in the middle of the night, no strike, no! <laughs> no, it's more like gizmo caca. Oh my god, when you would say gizmo caca. And then the first time he said it, when he launched gizmo down the laundry chute, gizmo caca. <laughs> it's the <laughs> cutest. But I hated him because nobody pick on my gizmo. How 70s and 80s was that house that it had a laundry chute? Didn't your grandparents used to have a laundry chute? Yes. It was... Laundry chutes are the greatest invention for a house ever. Like, I swear. Like, whoever thought of that was a lazy genius. Like, <laughs> they're so awesome. We would always drop toys and stuff down it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was so much fun. Oh, can you imagine having that plus the chair in your house? Oh. Yeah. Yes. Once we're able to afford a home, <laughs> I'll look for a house that has one of those chairs. <laughs> A laundry chute? What else are we looking for in a house? Um, a backyard, Avi. Secret passageways, for sure. Uh-huh. One that's like behind the bookcase in a library. Oh, yeah. Because I like to read. Okay. Bad books, but I like to read. Yeah. What else? Well, it has to have room for your Christmas trees. Oh, yeah. We would have a good at least five. <laughs> like, I'm talking in the kitchen. Uh-huh. This has nothing to do with the podcast. Should I stop? No. Go ahead. All right. In the kitchen, uh, living room, the den, mm -hmm. the master bedroom. Yeah. 
Oh my god, imagine a Christmas tree in the bathroom. <laughs> yes. So yeah, Christmas trees. So we got a little off track there, so let's get back on track. And um, why don't you tell me about your favorite scenes? Number one, Gizmo and Billy playing the keyboard and singing together. I actually wrote down because I'm creepy and just take <laughs> notes about you. Ew, I don't want to know this. I really don't. <laughs> I wrote down when you fell in love with Gizmo and what you said. And all you said was, oh my God, Gizmo, I love him. <laughs> Sounds like me. <laughs> yeah. So you but, fell in love with him when oh, you saw him uh, playing the, the keyboard with that Billy. That little paw arm hand thing that Gizmo has, just hitting the little keys, cute. But then how he just ended the song with that last little note and tap on the keyboard, stop. My heart literally almost burst. Like it almost went, and it would have shot out a bunch of little gremlin Gizmos. Or actually Mogwai Gizmos, because mm -hmm. luckily he did not turn. My homeboy stayed pure the whole time. Yeah. You would want a Mogwai as a pet. Correction. I would want Gizmo. Because even Stripe as a Mogwai was a jerk. He didn't even sing along to the Snow White, like the dwarf song. Like who doesn't sing along to Hi Ho? Stripe. He can just go away. What else was your favorite scene? <laughs> Oh, the super, super messed up story about how, why Kate hates Christmas. Wow, that was dark. And so messed up at the same time because it ends with, that's how I found out there was no Santa. Um, excuse me, this is a kid's movie? Thanks for ruining Christmas for everybody. Real cool. Thanks, Kate. Like that, can you imagine how many kids went into this movie thinking, yes, Santa Claus, totally cool. And then came out thinking, what? There's no Santa? That must have happened to so many kids. Yeah, that's so sad. That's why I'm so thankful I never saw it as a kid. And I will not show my kids until they're like way old like me. Because I was a little, I was old when I stopped believing in Santa. I was way too old. And the only reason I stopped was because somebody had told me. I, who knows how long I would have gone if nobody told me. Going back to that scene, there's there's two things. One, you're right. Like, how messed up was it that this was a PG, not PG-13, PG movie because it the, the PG-13 rating hadn't been invented yet. It was because mm -hmm. of this movie and Indiana Jones, Spielberg went to uh, the board and asked them to create a PG-13. So you're telling me even little kids went to this? Like little, little ones? Oh my god, that's so messed up. <gasps> Chris Columbus, man? Didn't you know what you're going to do to these kids? Well, it's actually, you should be blaming Joe Dante because the other thing was that Joe Dante fought to keep this scene in particular in the movie. Mm -mm, Joe Dante, you should you should have wished I never found out who you were. That is so messed up. <laughs> Not cool, Dante. Not cool. All in all, I actually really enjoyed it. I would actually, if by any chance there's some other weirdo in this world that had never seen it, like I had, like I had it, um, I would say to see it. But do not let kids watch it until they don't believe in Santa Claus because that story was just so messed up. It was so messed up. I can't stop saying it. Well, it sounds like you really enjoyed the film, which is great because it's one of my favorites. So I'm glad we both enjoyed it together. Mm -hmm. Thanks for showing me it, and I actually really enjoyed it, so thank you. What are we going to be talking about next podcast? Uh-huh, next podcast... Dun-dun-dun! We're going to be talking about the book series, Goosebumps. 
Um, we'll cover a couple books. Oh, we will? Yeah, we'll cover some of my favorites. Ooh, that's cool. Do you even remember them? Like, you can actually tell me the story right now? Yeah. Wow. I don't think I could do that with any book from a kid. Yeah. From when I was a kid? Mm-mm. So you haven't read any of these books? No. Do you know what they're about? Usually aren't they about something scary? I'm assuming monsters, considering this podcast is about monsters. Yeah. Some of them were about monsters. Um, they weren't so scary. Are you so- sure I'm not going to get scared? Do you know who you're talking to? I know who I'm talking about, so I don't know if you're going to get scared or not. They're not just, really scary. Can we just tell the audience that I just recently got scared in the new Halloween Medea movie? So that's like the level I'm at <laughs> for being scared easily. Who gets scared at a Medea movie? Your wife. Okay. Watch it, sir. That was scary. And why are you watching Medea movies? Why am I not watching Medea movies? It's just so funny. Like, it's... Obviously, the quality is bad. The directing is terrible. The script, horrible. Editing, even worse. Like, I get that. But it's just so funny. And my mom and I love Medea. We love Medea so much that when Medea is on TV, we call each other and tell each other that Medea is on TV. So, I went and saw the movie with her. All right. And I got scared. All right, save that for your Medea Buddies podcast. Are we going to branch out? No. You said it. We're definitely not doing a Medea podcast. This was your idea. No. Medea Buddies. Whoop, whoop. Medea Buddies. Whoop, whoop. We're doing it. No, we're not yes, doing it. Yes, we are. Don't tell me no. All right, all right. I can't. <laughs> I can't even go on anymore. <laughs> Well, thank you everybody for listening. This has been this has been great. <laughs> it sure has. And we'll talk to you what? 2 weeks? In 2 weeks. All right. Bye everybody. Bye. of their respective copyright holders and no infringement is intended.